Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And welcome to a new edition of the Married and Parented Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. Thank you so much for being with me. If this is your first time listening, well, welcome. What I do is talk about things such as being a parent, being married, being a Christian. And today is a very special podcast for me and hopefully for you as well as you go through this journey with me. Today, what I'm going to be talking about specifically are five very important songs that I'm going to be counting down that have impacted me as a new Christian. And these songs, well, the reason why they're so important is because I was not a Christian for most of my life. It only has been the last couple, almost three years now, of me being a Christian. Not part of a religion, just happened to be a relationship with Jesus. That's it. I grew up thinking that church was um, old hymns, um, a traditional church. That's what I thought church life was. I didn't realize there was music in every genre that was Christian music. And these songs connected with me instantly, and I'm excited to tell you what they are. I'm going to be counting them down, and uh, maybe you already know them. You're reconnecting with them, or they're brand new to you that you might fall in love with them as well. And I'm going to have some of the stories behind them, but I'm going to explain what each message kind of brings out when it comes to the song and how it's trying to communicate with you. And I'm going to be starting off with the first song that I heard when I went into church at Hope City. Hope City is a church that I go to that I love. The people that go there, and they're all there for one person, one one person, one purpose, and that's to know Jesus and to connect with Jesus. It's a relationship. That's what it is for. It happens to be walls around you. Church is, is not necessarily a building. And again, I need to stress that I didn't think there were there was music that I would enjoy that was Christian music. I didn't know there was rock. I didn't realize there was rap. I didn't realize there was there was pop music. I, I no idea. I was so oblivious, naive, if you will. So the first song that I want to talk about is North Point Inside Out. That's the band, and this song just connected with me instantly with the energy, and it just took me by surprise. Now, as you can hear right away, it takes you by surprise and you get that energy up, that positivity and just the music and the instrumentation leaves you wanting more and just connecting with that energy. I love it. North Point Inside Out, every beat. 
How can you not be happy listening to this song? Oh, it's great. Now, my next song is a song that my wife kind of introduced me without her even knowing that she did. This is Phil Wickham, um, who has been in the music business basically since 2002. Uh, he basically signed with Simple Records after releasing his independent album, Give You My World. And uh, he released a total of nine albums, at least I think so. Um, and he released Living Hope in August 2018. The title is... This is Amazing Grace and draws inspiration from John Newton's famous hymn, Amazing Grace. It, uh, it peaked at number three on the Billboard's Top Christian Song on March 15, 2014. And basically, the main focus of this song is the gospel message. It is proof that he loves us and is worthy of our affection, attention, and our praise. Phil Wickham also touches on many of God's accomplishments and tributes, including his superior love, salvation via adoption, uh, rulership and lordship over creation, and power over sin, the earth, and darkness, and the entire song agrees with the Bible. The entire chorus uh, focuses on the love of Christ in vivid description. So, why don't I just have Phil Wickham explain it? best the song this is amazing grace uh took a long time to write it uh because i I wrote it with a buddy of mine who was in a band called paramore at the time several years ago and as it changed hands through the years this little cheap mp3 that we made on our laptop and it found its way to bethel church in Reading. and jeremy riddle who's one of the worship leaders there asked if he could rewrite the verses and we were like of course we haven't even thought of this song in years go ahead and he wrote the verses, and, and now it's on their Bethel Live record, and I remember hearing it and thinking, man, I love how this song turned out. Um, I want to put it on my record. Ever since then, I've been leading it and singing it at my church at home, and the song, This is Amazing Grace, is there in the title. It's about um, the amazing grace and unfailing love um, that this God, this King of glory, the King above all kings, um, the verses are all about His, His majesty and what He's done, what He can speak into existence and how He brings our chaos back into order and He makes the orphan, the sinner, His son and daughter, how this King of glory, through His amazing grace and His unfailing love, took our place on this cross and bore our sin and, uh, and, and went to our grave so that we might be set free, so that we might be forgiven. I mean, it's the story that God has written that He's let us all be a part of this the story of, of falling away and, and him reaching out for us and this redemption and renewal happening. My heart is filled with thankfulness to what God's done whenever I get to sing this song. And uh, I'm so excited to have it on the record so I can sing it with people as I travel around and hope you guys like it. Now, that's a big song that connects with me every single moment. And when I was on Christian radio as um, a radio DJ, if you will, uh, I, I would try to play that as often as I could because of how quickly it connected with me musically, but more importantly, uh, with the lyrics. And it fit with my style of music I, I did like before becoming a Christian. Uh, my next one is a song that I love the stripped down version of this song, Acoustic. 
version was what really um, connected with me. It didn't need drums. It didn't need overproduction, uh, overproduced production. Um, just an acoustic guitar and singing with with tons of people around, singing together and just worshiping. And this song is uh, it's called Jesus I Come. And I love it so much that I wanted to learn how to play it. And then I did a cover of it. And just my church asked me, hey, uh, do you mind just kind of putting a song recorded and, and send it to us? We just want to see how, how you are. And then I just got out of control with, with recording. And, and then I, I recorded myself with video and multiple angles and et cetera, and un- unnecessary. But I learned it and I connected with it. It all has all the hallmarks of a, a typical worship song, you know, the need of God's grace and weakness, a desire to bring God glory and greatness of his love. And uh, it kind of dances around the idea of the cross and Christ uh, crucified, teasing and hinting at it and expects uh, their audience to kind of just make your own meaning of it. But they are clear that we praise God for becoming our righteousness. But instead of me explaining this song, why don't I just have them explain it as they do it best? Hey, my name's Chris Brown from Elevation Worship. One of the most well-known psalms in all the Bible is Psalm 100. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. The song Jesus I Come has been uh, one of the most meaningful songs to our church over the last year or so. And I think primarily because it has that central theme of gratitude, of thanksgiving. At the start, the song kind of takes us through this progression in the verses. There's this admission of our helplessness and, and our need for God's grace, just us acknowledging you know, our weakness before God, our, our brokenness without God. And then we get to the chorus and it's us declaring that because of Jesus, we now have access to the fullness of who God is. I love the line, heaven open over me. It means all of heaven, the fullness of who God is, has been made available to us through Jesus. But all this leads us to the bridge, which is my favorite part of this song. And this is where we get to express our gratitude. Let's be a people who commit to, to carrying a spirit of thanksgiving everywhere we go, every day, because of the grace of God, because of how He's changed our lives. Let's talk about my next one. And uh, this is a song that if you're down in a mood and you need to be pulled out of that and inspired and just realizing what what messages lies within contrast between our old life of sin, shame, guilt, uh, regret, and darkness that weighs us down and our new lives in Christ, full of mercy, love, compassion, and light that builds us up. This song's for you. This message is easy to understand and straightforward. There's a lot of repetition and excitement. You know, I I just love to run around and sing and I ran out of that grave. This level of connection is rare with me as I, as I seldom, you know, respond physically to music, but I just want to just sing so loud every time I hear this and just, it connects with me. I love this song so much. Passion, glorious day, and they knock it out of the park and glorifies God. So with a clear and wonderful message, removes any unnecessary weight. It is poetic love song to God, full of all worship and adoration for his sacrifice for us. 
So here is Passion explaining Glorious Day to you. Glorious Day was an idea that first came to us through Jason Ingram and Jonathan Smith. And um, I'll never forget it. Jason was in town and um, he just got the, the very first track, like demo of this song in. And it just was a verse and a chorus. And he said, man, he's like, I've got a song you've got to hear. I think this could be a great song for, for passion. <laughs> and I'll never forget being in his car and he, he hit play on the track, and it got to that first chorus, and I thought I was gonna shoot through the roof of his car. <laughs> it, was, it was such a, because it was like I could, I could just see what it was gonna do. It really brings uh, joy up out of people, and um, it's, I don't know, it's pretty great. We love it. Yeah. Glorious day, passion, I love that song. How does that not get you into a good mood right away? Now this last song, which is probably one of the, well, it dominated Christian radio stations for months and occasionally still runs on on some stations, but uh, congregations all over the world sang Hillsong United's Oceans Where Feet May Fail as Prayer of Worship to um, Our Most Heavenly Father and King. Now, this the song is primarily based on, on the account of, of Jesus walking on water. In Matthew 14, 31, Peter asks Jesus that upon command, he will come out onto the water. Upon affirmation, Peter walks on water to meet Jesus. He becomes afraid of the wind and doubt sinking into the sea. Jesus rescues him and brings him back into the boat. And, uh, she takes this incident and applies it into her own walk with Christ in, in, in poetic fashion. And there are other sub-themes, um, including trusting in God, following his leading, and spiritual growth. Every part of these lyrics are lined up with scripture. For example, you call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where, where feet may fail. This is a direct reference from Matthew 14, 28-29. A subset of the entire message passage mentioned in section one Peter was called out upon the sea um, as an act of faith but instead of me explaining the rest of this song why don't I just get them to do it instead because this is one of the all-time favorites upon most if not all Christians and that's that's a huge thing to say but here is this story behind the song oceans in parenthesis where feet may fail um, I was the biggest believer in this song more than anyone else, and um, <clears throat> I it got to a point we'd, we'd record all the music and stuff, and um, I kept on emailing everyone or calling everyone and saying where the lyrics we need to get this song finished, and I felt like it was at the end of everyone's list of things to do, and um, I believe in it so much that I was really, really scared that we wouldn't get the song finished. And so I feel like I may have lost a little bit of friendship from pushing this song no. so much. No, you gained respect. You did. It's still, it was always on the list of things to do. Well, it was one of the first songs, I think, that we wrote. Um, we yeah. we got together at the very start of the project and uh, we spent, like, kind of ten days uh, locked away in my apartment in New York City and we just, like, wrote. Awesome. And we kind of awesome. moved all the furniture and we just, like, set up and we just sat there and just wrote songs. And this was one of the first ones that we came up with. And I think we always thought it was a nice 
like it was a nice melody uh, translated. I love that we, you know we had a female voice kind of singing. It's just a song about stepping into the unknown and uh, and and it's a song about faith and you know just raw trust. And I love that. And the bridge kind of section, just kind of. Um, Lyrically, I just love the picture. You were like, what about this? And you kind of pretty much spat it all out in one go, that bridge. And yeah, it like, just came from nowhere. And the lyrics, which it's probably it's pretty different from what I think we've ever done lyrically. Um, I don't know. It, I, it I, definitely made me yeah. feel like, man, I crazy. feel like as far as, like, lyrics, I mean, it's, it's a really good song. And I think as far as packaged lyrics, this would have to be one of my favourite songs, package-wise. Yeah. As far as, like, it's such a strong thing the whole way through. Hillsong United Oceans, Where Feet May Fail. These five songs really shaped me, connected with me, made me so excited about this new journey that I was on. What else could I find? Uh, what other songs? What other artists did I not even know existed? How did they pour their hearts out to just get the good news, that messaging out there? And doing it all for one purpose. Bring people closer to Christ. And I've heard a lot of testimonies out there how these certain songs have changed their life, impacted their life, saved their life. These songs give you hope. Uh, they give you something to look forward to for tomorrow for for the next hour for the next minute whatever you're into you're not alone and that's what these songs can really do for you i was never a believer my whole life 30 years of my life not a believer i was naive i wasn't aware i didn't know any better and i was set in my ways i thought i had life figured out Mr. Independent, but you know, you, you just, you don't know what you don't know, and that's the hard part, but I'm thankful, I'm blessed, I have beautiful children, an incredible, incredible wife that I can, I can always have guide me, and she's the reason why I walked into that church for the first day, because she reached out. This has been my five songs that have really impacted me. Elevation Worship, Jesus I Come, North Point Inside Out, um, Passion, Glorious Day, Oceans, Hillsong United, Phil Wickham, This Is Amazing Grace. This has been the Married and Parented podcast, a little bit of a different one today, but it's been a really important one for me, and hopefully it was great for you to listen to. You can go back and listen to our other podcasts. I've in, uh, interviewed my wife, uh, a couple friends, my daughter, talked about being a parent, talked about marriage but today was all about music and hopefully you learned something whether it's about me or just about these songs and reconnected with them found out about them for the first time wherever you are at invite someone to church it can change your life it did mine thanks for listening Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.